share something because I feel, I sense in my spirit the Lord is calling us into deeper. I want us to quickly read as we're in this presence, Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Because so many of us ask, how can we go deeper? How can we enter into his presence? Last night, late at night, the Lord changed my whole message. And he said, you must speak of my presence. It's time to speak of my presence again. Acts chapter 3, verse 19. It's very, very clear. It says, repent, change the way you think, therefore, and be converted. Epistrelfo is a word, converted. What does it mean? It literally means to be converted in our mindset. It means transitively. It, it, the, the, the secondary primary function of this word converted is to turn to the worship of the true gods. It's so it's saying, change our mindset, therefore. And literally turn to the worship of the true God. Because God knows to change our mind, we need his worship. We need to be worshipers. And to be worshipers transforms our mind. Then it says, why? It says that your sins may be blotted out. Uh, blotted out. Gone. Buried in the deepest of oceans to never be remembered again. Why? Why? The second part of the verse. So that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Change the way we think. Don't live in fear. Don't let media tell you how to live. Don't even let our laws of this land tell us how to live our Christian lives. We follow the laws, but we live under the law of Jesus Christ's salvation, the power of the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, and we stand up and we live on the foundation of His words. Repent. Change our mindsets. Don't let the world say who you are. God is, says who we are. And if you know Jesus Christ as your living Lord and Savior, then you are a son and a daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your living Lord and Savior, then you won't understand his presence. And you need to know Jesus. You need to believe on him, the Lord Jesus Christ, and be saved. The world is searching. And they're finding many things in the wrong, sinful places. But I want to tell you, <laughs> repent. Change the mindset. I am not a dirty, wretched sinner. I am a son of the living God. I am not 
ugly. I am not depressed. I am not living in fear. I am a son of the living God. Change the mindset. You see, repentance isn't just forgiveness saying I'm sorry. It's changing the mindset. And in this pandemic, in the things of this world right now, we need the mind of Christ Jesus, not the mind of the world or the mind of politicians. We need the mind of Christ Jesus in us. And when we change our mindset, we live converted. <laughs> we, we live converted into worshipers. The worshipers of Christ Jesus. And all our sins, past, present, and future are blotted out. And times of refreshing, in the middle of a storm, we could be refreshed in our hearts, in our lives, in our families, in our jobs, in our marriages. Because that refreshing comes from the presence of the Lord. As we sing this song once more, I felt in my heart, if there's anyone who needs to repent, it's now. If anyone needs to repent, it could be to repent of small-minded thinking. Thinking that you're not good enough. Thinking that you can't accomplish what God has called you into. That needs to be repented of. Thinking that you're bound, home-ridden. You need to repent of that. Thinking that, oh no, I'm going to catch a virus. And live in the fear of the virus. And that becomes more powerful than the fear of the Lord in our lives. I want to tell you something. We need to repent of that. Oh, these viruses are real. Absolutely. So is cancer. So is diabetes. So is pancreatitis. Shauna Bentley is suffering from in the hospital. Her kidneys are functioning at 17% right now. She is in so much pain, she's drugged out. Oh yeah, you know what? I'll take a virus over some of the suffering that other people are going through. I'd even take a virus over losing my house in a fire. I'm not calling for it. I'm just saying, that when I change my mindset, meta now in a repentive heart in my mind, and I'm converted into a worshiper, then if I get sick, I am a worshiper in my sickness instead of a victim of a disease. You hear my heart? His presence isn't about our earthly bodies and our earthly situations around us. His presence is about the spirit that dwells within us. His kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
as we sing this song. I want us, if you have something to repent about, I am going to call you up front. If you want a social distance, go for it. But I'm going to call you. Move, do something. Go into the aisle. Go somewhere and, 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 and really focus in on what, what is holding me back. What is holding me down? Why do I sometimes feel bound? Why do I feel chains wrapped around me? Why do I feel exhausted? Why do I feel tired? Why do I have depression that keeps hitting me? Because I want to tell you, we need to repent of it. We need to repent of the depression. We need to repent of everything that is holding us back. from the trueness of a converted lifestyle, the heart of a worshiper. Let's sing the song. And let's change our mindset. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close no thing can compare you're our living hope your presence lord i've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone Your presence, Lord Holy Spirit, you are welcomed here Come flood this place and fill the your prayer. 
7 to 8 says clearly I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel and my heart also instructs me in the night season I just sense in my spirit as this move of his presence is in this house right now even going out to our satellite church going out to the television or the internet, wherever it's going, that there's a presence of God. And as we enter into that repentance, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me. You see, David knew something. He knew something. In this Psalm 16, he knew that he had to put the Lord before him every day. Verse eight again, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. We don't need our phones at our right hand anymore. We don't need our social media, our news broadcasts at our right hand. We need God at our right hand. He's the one that we must listen to. Verse 11. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. What's in his presence? It's the fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. <laughs> oh God, oh Lord Jesus, oh Holy Spirit. We will not be moved by the things around us. I will hold steadfast to the way the truth and the life that has set us free. And you show us the path, Lord. You show us the path, God. And as we're walking your path, the path you have ordained for us, your presence is the fullness of our joy. And as we walk this path in your presence is the fullness of our joy, your joy, and our joy combined together. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Acts chapter 2 verse 25 says, here's David, referring to David again in Acts 2 25. I foresaw the Lord always before my face. 
I foresaw the Lord always before my faith, in the middle of a storm, in the lion's den, anywhere I was placed. I foresaw the Lord always before my face. What it means is that I have chosen to see you in front of me in everything that I have done. For he is at my right hand. Why? So that I will not be shaken. (laughs) Again, I have to encourage us right now. His presence is in this house already. His presence is with you watching right now. That's a guarantee. He will never leave you and never forsake you. That is an absolute. But how much you enter into his presence is up to you and me. And when our minds are transformed, we get converted into worshipers, not negativity, but positive things of God in us. So a choice we must make for the presence of God in our lives is do we choose to change our minds, change our ways deeper into his presence. We have to set, as David did, we have to set the Lord before our face every day that the first thing we see is Jesus. That when you hear a news report, the first thing you see is Jesus. That when you hear someone in fear, the first thing you see is Jesus. That when you hear someone is sick, the first thing you see is Jesus. When you start to feel depression, the first thing you see is Jesus. When you start to feel unworthy, the first thing you see is Jesus. But you see, the focus of David was a choice of David. That's why he encountered what he encountered in his presence. But you know what? It wasn't always easy for David. He made a lot of mistakes. He got beat up, accused violently, stolen, captivity, thrown into the lion's den. But he chose that no matter what happens around him, or to him he sees the face of Jesus he didn't even know Jesus the Christ he was still living in the old covenant but he saw the Lord before him and he put the Lord before him that's how we recognize the Lord's presence and we must do the same we must do the same the time is no different it's a different year it's a different century it's a different millennia but we must see jesus because the gospel of jesus christ is timeless and we have to have a continued realization of this presence of god 
presence of the Lord. I have to continually remind myself of his presence. And there's sometimes I forget. And I have to immediately bring him back into my mindset forefront to be in his presence. These are the most vital, some of the most vital elements to the Christian life. David became the great leader over Israel by leading them into prosperity. You see, when we've set the Lord before us, that, that change of mindset, that conversion that happens in us into, into lifestyles of worshipers, what changes is prosperity and blessings and some of the greatest military victories we could ever have in our own lives. And the greatest victory we have with the presence of the Lord in front of us is that we have defeated the devil in our lives. Why? Because Jesus already defeated him. David brought them into their inheritance. He was called the greatest of worshipers and one of the greatest of warriors. I believe David was so effective because of the ongoing understanding of the presence of the Lord. We must pursue these principles. It takes work, but it's the most rewarding work we can have is pursuing the presence of God in our lives. Because when the presence of the Lord becomes manifested to us, we become more confident in who we are. We become stronger in who we are. The clearer this manifestation, this understanding of his presence in our lives, the clearer we understand it, the greater our faith becomes. Many people, many believers, they say, I know he's always with me. That ain't good enough. I know he's always with me. You can say those words, but that's not good enough. Because so many people say, I know he's always with me, but yet don't have the testimony of the victory of Jesus Christ, the fire of the Holy Spirit. It's not wrong to say it, it's just wrong to say it and not live it. The manifestation of God's presence has to launch us into an experience. If I say, I know that God is always with me, but I don't have the experience of it, then it's words. But I haven't had those words transform my mind and convince my heart. His presence always has to have an experience attached to him. And so many, so many other Christian groups say, no, that's experiential gospel. And I say, yes, it is. Jesus Christ died. He experienced it. So you and I could experience the freedom and the life forevermore. If we don't experience God, we actually violate the truth 
we violate the truth of the Word of God, we are to experience Him. Maybe that's a fire that needs to burn the wood out of your, your life and say you just haven't been experiencing Him because you're violating His Word without experience of His presence. I love my wife so much. 32 years of marriage. When I'm in her presence, I experience something. Something changes. When I'm on my own doing something, it's different than when I come home and I'm in her presence. When I'm in her presence, I feel complete. This is the marriage of Jesus Christ to us. This is the mandate of his resurrected power was to bring us not just repentance of sins, but to bring or forgiveness of sins, but to bring us into the presence of the Father. This truth has given us an invitation for a divine encounter. Bill Johnson, Papa Bill says. Since we can't imagine a place where God isn't, we might as well imagine him with us. (laughs) And I want you to stretch your imagination, your, your supernatural eyesight, and know that he is with us. Hebrews 5, 13 to 14, for everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised, their senses trained to discern both good and evil. We're in a day where we have to use our senses. You know those gut feelings? when you sense something's not quite right. If you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to run with those gut feelings. If something doesn't feel quite right. And I want to tell you something. A lot of what I see on social media, in certain news channels as our The president of the United States says fake news. Train our senses, sons and daughters. Not every cause is worthy of a fight from us as believers. But I want to tell you something. This cause is worth every fight in our lives. And I lift up the gathering of people in Vancouver today. I ask protection upon each one who is standing for righteousness and justice, the constitutional rights. I pray, Father, that the extreme left won't clash into war. I pray, Father, that your mighty hand and presence 
will be peacefully with them. And Laura Lynn Taylor, I pray, Lord God, as she speaks today in that meeting, that you will give her wisdom and strength and power. When we recognize, when we train our senses to recognize God's presence, then we receive the increase of his manifested presence. Then his will can be done. Let's train our senses right now. I'm going to get you to sing whichever song you want to sing. But I want to. Oh, yeah. Before we go into this song, I want to encourage you. Winsome. Our Supernatural Training Center is starting up this Wednesday night at 645 for worship and 7 o'clock for classes. I'm excited to be here this Wednesday and minister in the school. And some people have done our school four years ago. We used Bethel curriculum. But I want to encourage you, this is very different. Even if you did four years ago, you should come to this. There's a price on it because of the value. There's a price because of the value. It's okay to pay something for something. You'll also get a code that will link you into a, a, a Bethel site that, that allows you to do the extra activities from anywhere in your home or in your car if you have internet. But Wednesday nights we gather here You'll hear the word, we'll instruct, and then we're going to apply. We're going to activate and activate. You want to learn about the prophetic? Come and be activated. Super important. Get a hold of Kevin Stoddy or Samantha Castle. Phone our, our main number, cell number, or uh, main phone number 604-302-2800. If you are watching this and you don't live right in this immediate area, we are going to be live streaming the school as well. And you can also be a part. All of our churches throughout Western Canada into America can be a part. If you speak English, all of our churches and ministries around the world can be a part. And if you absolutely don't have the money at all available, you can pay monthly. And if you don't have any money available, talk to us. We don't want anyone to be left out. And we're going to learn in our school, Winsome, how to train our senses. How to train the senses that God gave to us so we can recognize his presence and receive the increase of his manifested presence. You see, there's the presence of God and then there's the manifested presence of God. And maybe in a service like today, his presence tickled you. Maybe you felt, you felt happy, you felt something. But then there's a manifested presence that brings the blessings of the Lord. 
this song. I'm going to invite you up front if you want. I'm actually closing the service this way. We're going to have a prayer team, a few people for prayer. If you want prayer up here, you can hang out and soak in his presence in this place. I want to encourage us as this song is played and we sing to change our mind. I cry out right now, oh God, even how I have entered into your presence all these years. I'll change my mind. I'll find a, a new, better way to enter your presence. And I'll do whatever it takes, oh God, to, to move into a deeper realm of your presence. I hear the Lord say, unconditional love. <laughs> oh Lord. love people anyone in this house in this place we're not going to look at you for what you've done wrong we're going to look at you unconditionally for the destiny that God has in your life